0: Peace and blessings, love and light. And welcome to this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. I am your host, Kim Martin Raymond. I'm a minister, spiritual life coach, author, and founder of Redefining You LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. Welcome again to this edition. And if you are new to the How Now podcast, please make sure that you go to my website, www.hownowpodcast.com. Pick your favorite podcast platform and be sure to like, follow, and share so you know when the shows are airing each week. Also, you can click on the banner and it will take you to the YouTube uh, channel for the How Now podcast where you can check out my my wellness journey. You can check out out some of my shows and review and like, follow and share there as well. Again, that's www.hownowpodcast.com. So let's get into today's show. We're going to be talking about business burnout and overwhelm. We've been hearing a lot about that as people are pivoting and changing careers. People are going into business for themselves People are getting grants and stimulus money to be able to expand their businesses. And we're seeing a lot of overwhelm in this process and a lot of burnout as well. And so my guest is here to talk about that and to help us to kind of weed through, you know, what's been going on, uh, you know, in in her business personally and professionally. And uh, we're going to, you know, see how we can go about eliminating some of that anxiety and some of that burnout. Okay, and as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm gonna have my guest to introduce herself at this time. Hello, hello, my name is Leslie Cole.
1: I am a mother of two beautiful adult children. I'm a creative. I am a aesthetics instructor, so I'm a teacher. I'm a writer, a blogger. I build websites, so I do website design for small businesses, well, for businesses that are small. And I am also a new podcaster
0: myself. So
1: yeah, thank you, Kim. And <laughs> welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for letting me be here on your absolutely, podcast. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. It is a pleasure to have you and to, uh, you know, talk about this whole idea of, you know, like I said, business burnout and overwhelm. You know, we we, we have a lot of roles that we play mm-hmm. in, in, you know, in our personal lives and in our professional lives and, uh, you know. It can be a challenge sometimes when, we're, when we're starting a business, when we're um, trying to figure out how to create what I call a harmony, because it's not mm-hmm. really a balance. Sometimes it's not it's sometimes not this Absolutely. or that. Sometimes it's it's this, it's that little soul yes. it's that wave. And we're trying to figure out, okay, how do I make it all happen without being overwhelmed? So let's back up first and talk about uh, some of the things that were going on with you and your business prior to the pandemic? What were some of the things that you were doing then?
1: One of the, some of the things that I was doing, which was creating um, a level of burnout for me was living between two states. I was running my business um, from New Jersey and my business was also being run from Georgia because I was thinking about relocating to Georgia. So I was trying to married the two before I make that leap so it was so much it was a lot of burnout a little bit but it was Mm -hmm. really really fun um and that segues me right into your your statement about where this um, burnout started Mm -hmm. so before the pandemic I was making moves to relocate and I was doing that without a plan Mm -hmm. I was just kind of doing it I was just trying to feel my way through it so that was it was, it was fun in the moving back and forth, but the burnout came because so much uncertainty, not having a plan, not having really a clear vision as to where I was going. Because I realized that the vision that I had that got me where I was, wasn't the vision to carry me into the future,
0: right?
1: Mm-hmm. And then when the pandemic happened, I literally lost... Uh, about $50,000 worth of income just from my corporate business accounts all in three days like when they start talking about the pandemic and those first days about talking about shutting down or whatever I started getting calls from corporate entities that you know we're going to cancel the event that's coming up next month until we figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I woke up in the morning and I got like a whole slew of emails from some corporate entities that I would, we go into with my business and we're, I'm in the spa industry. So I go in and teach wellness mm-hmm. and we provide therapeutic services for corporate, our corporate clients. And um, audible.com was one of my biggest ones in New Jersey. Wow. And, well. Not necessarily biggest um as far as the services we provided, but the long I was there with them My the longest. Goodness. And um I got the call, like, you know, we are gonna cancel. And I was already in Virginia scouting out some work there before I went to New Jersey because I was coming from Georgia. And girl, I was in Virginia and they called me and was like, you know, Leslie, the event that we have coming up this week, we're gonna cancel it because We hear, you know, there's this going on with this new thing and we're not certain what's going on. So we're, you know, we're canceling. So then it canceled and that was it. And that was $50,000 worth of income just gone. Wow. Never to be seen again.
0: Wow. (laughs) Wow. Because
1: even after the pandemic, there's still COVID, you know, COVID Mm -hmm. is still alive and well. So there everyone's social distancing, and they're just not doing that because most people are still working from home, so mm-hmm. they're not in the corporate locations that is, you know, not open. So, yeah, that
0: hasn't um, <laughs> come back again. Right, and I'm and I'm sure that you yeah, know, it's like you said, you, you had things solid, you had accounts yeah. built, um, you you doing had, this uh, for eight eight years straight in a row, like strong. Oh, wow, yeah. and that's what you said. So you so your 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 business was established already. So well, you, that was that, you that was one easy. in New was, Jersey.
1: Yes, absolutely. That I've been in that business. I had been in that business at the time of the pandemic, twenty twenty. That was uh, eighteen years. Wow, eighteen years. Wow. And that the portion of of the corporate business was only the was only one part of my business. So there was the spa, wow. then there was the outcall services that we did, where we went into homes for our local clients, mm-hmm. and then there was the onsite part of the business where we went into corporate entities and we provided therapeutic services there. Wow. So you talk about all phases of everything just kind of shut down and came wow. to, a, to
0: a halt. Wow. So, yeah. And then you were in the process, like you said, of trying to move it to Georgia and, and move yeah. some things down here. And so, <laughs>
1: so that's where you were saying the pivot, like, um, so I'll go back when I was moving in, when I was, Talking about coming into the Georgia area, I had already kind of lived between the two places, but moving the business here full time—that was the—that was the part. And like I said, I was doing it, but I didn't have a particular plan. It was just kind of unfolding and just kind of happening. And that is where I, I, you know, I believe the burnout happens for a lot of us. We, we move on things because we have the ideal, the vision, the processes, everything is in our head. Right. And it creates that stress and overwhelm is because you can't see the whole picture from your head. Right. You're only getting short of snippets of it. And then some of it we lose in the process of the day to day, in the hustle and the bustle and the stress of it all. Right. right. So, moving, trying to make that pivot without a plan. Right to be very challenging because i'm like okay so where do i start well what do i do because now i'm trying to answer these questions in the middle of the mind the madness and i remember a long time ago um i heard a mentor of mine said said to me you don't prepare for war in times of war you prepare for war in times of peace right so you don't wait until the to tr- the trouble is on you to start trying to figure out what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You got to kind of have a plan in action beforehand. You got to anticipate. Mm-hmm. So to me, the burnout comes because a lot of us don't have a, a plan in place. Mm-hmm. Like even with a lot of people with the PPP money or the, the stimulus monies that you have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I remember when I was a small person, even just before that, I will always say, you know, you know, the name of my podcast is shared skin. And one of the things we do in that is I, I said that we share in each other's developments. So I work, I talk, a lot of my business um, partners are my friends. So we are always talking and sharing because we all have skin in the game. So we share with each other to constantly keep each other lifted up. And one of the things we talk about is um, that plan thing. We all hate doing it. We all don't like it, but I'm going to tell you, it really cost me time and energy because like a lot of them, when that stimulus money came and all of that money came, we all thought what we all needed in our business is more money. Right. always said, oh, we need more money. We need more money. A lot of people got that money and if they still didn't do a whole lot. Like their business hasn't grown a whole lot because it's not the money that makes the business grow. It's the processes and the systems mm-hmm. that you have in place that make the process make the business grow. So mm-hmm. I know a few people that have gotten the PPP money and it's already gone, and they haven't made a blip in their business. Right. And wow. part of it is because they never had a plan in process. In the in place, right. Right?
0: right? So if you
1: if you have a plan in place, and I'm guilty of this, like myself, and that's why that's one of my passions right now, and one of the areas that I work with um, businesses that are small, mm-hmm. because we're not small businesses. Small businesses start with money, then they make a business plan to tell them how to spend the money to grow their business, right?
0: Right. <laughs>
1: businesses that are small like us, we don't have no money. <laughs> We just are very resourceful. We're building and growing our money as we go. So the thing that's our friend when you don't have a lot of money is time. The things you, the before time that helps you. So the things you do before you start spending money or before you jump out there helps you so much. And that is having, and I don't mean plan like some corporate, like major like thing. A plan is just
0: getting it out of your head, Yes, yes, and I'm, mean, that's huge. The one thing that the, the you know, uh, key points that you were talking about is just like you said, you have to have a plan, because what happens is, yeah, you know, I think of people who who win the lottery, you know, and you know they've been playing, 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 you know, scratch offs, and you know, paying a little dollar and everything, and then all of a sudden when they get the money. They blow it because they really didn't plan for what they were going to do when they actually got the money, you know, but, but there had to be a a process in place. There has to be something that happens. Okay. It's like, when I get this, how do I invest it so that it continues to grow for me, especially for businesses that are small. And I like that you make the determination there. It's not a small business. It's a business that is small you know, right. because it's like you said, they, they don't have this, we have the finances to start things off. But now, you know, people have had this unique opportunity to get these PPP loans and these other grants and things like that. And it's like, okay, what's your plan for when you get that? And how are you going to grow that? Because we know, like, again, that is a process. You get that money, you use the money, say you get the money and you buy your spa supplies and things of that nature. And, and you go and get those things. And then, you don't have any customers, or you haven't done the marketing piece, or you haven't yeah. put set aside money for the marketing piece. So now you've got all this uh, wonderful equipment and nobody to use it. Nobody to use it. And then what happens if you if, you know, and, and it may take a year or so? So And that is exactly what down. happened to me.
1: Yeah. Because what I was doing when I was thinking about coming down here, I was like, okay, so let me because I did that's how I that's how I started my, my first opened my first spot. I did that. I bought all the stuff, I did all the stuff, I did, it, 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 and I was doing all of this. And when 2008 happened, the financial collapse happened, I had all of the stuff. I just had to, I needed a space. So I was able to convert the house that I owned. I had owned a brownstone. I was able to convert that and turn it into my spa. Right. The difference was I was a part of that community.
0: Right.
1: I had, I knew people, I had resources, I had networks in place, I had, um, I had resources that I could tap into. Right. So this time I did the exact same thing. I bought all this stuff. I put all this stuff. I tried to use that blueprint to move me into my space and place in Georgia. But then when I get to Georgia, Georgia is a different beast. Yes. It's a different yes. animal. Yes. People communicate differently. Community is set up differently. Relationships are built differently.
0: Right. And
1: so now I got all of this stuff and I actually now got to do some real marketing work. Right can't go on my family name or my my long-term connections Mm. or you know my laurels like people know me as this person now i have to start completely from scratch and Mm. trying to do that without a plan of action
0: Mm.
1: you start throwing money what they say it's like you throw the spaghetti at the wall and see if it's it's (laughs) (laughs) a lot of a lot of the friends i know got that ppp money and start throwing Right. Money at the wall, seeing what was gonna stick. Right. And that's not how you do it. Yeah. Especially in this day and age, you have so much more resources. Yes. You have analytics that didn't exist when we first started. Exactly. You have data, yeah. access to data that didn't exist when we got started. Okay. Right. Like um, you have social media, like you can actually just go out there and be you and attract your audience. That wow. you have a opportunity in so many different ways. Right. And um, so not having a plan in place was really challenging. And I'm going to tell you another thing too. When you're dream printing, and that's what I call it, when you're mm-hmm. taking the a ideal, a thought or a vision, and you're trying to take an ideal, something that's in your head, a, a thought, and turn it into a vision and wow. turn it into a business.
0: Uh-huh.
1: From an ideal to a business, there's a huge gap and you're going to need some help and some guidance mm-hmm. to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's lovely that we are smart enough and we are creative enough and we, you know, we determined enough to do it. But getting help to do it helps bridge the gap and it gets you there faster, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, that can be a part of your plan. Absolutely. Seeking out coaching, mentorship, oh, God. right? God. Put that in your plan.
0: Absolutely. To help you.
1: So when and a lot of times too, we we we'll say we need money and we'll start out to open up our business, but we're starting out um on the third step and we we miss the first and the second step. Right. And right. then we stumble up to the third step and we stumble up to the fourth step and we stumble up to the fifth step until we get to the sixth step and then we fall all the way back down. Right. Because we didn't have the foundation established for right. our business before we started climbing. So mm-hmm. getting that vision printed, getting that ideal thought and stuff printed out and on paper, right? clear, it's like, it's get amazing. an ideal of what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I know people say, well, I'm making money right now. I'm, I opened my Etsy shop and I'm already making money. Yeah, you're making money now, but how do you continue to grow the money? How do you, mm-hmm. There's so much money you could be leaving on the table by not having a, a well thought out, plan, you
0: know? Yeah, cuz just like you said, we hear about business plans all the time and somebody's like, "Okay, well yeah, you know, I have a plan, I have a 3-year plan, a 5-year plan, you know, but you also have to to uh, you know, have thoughts about those incidentals, those things that happen like a whole pandemic. I'm sure people had 3 and 5-year plans for what they were going to do, but they never, you know, a pandemic was never incorporated in there. Let me tell you something. Like, what do you do?
1: Let me tell you something. That's the, th- the reason why I, I, you're going to hear me say, B, I call it the B-T-I-S, business that is small. Mm-hmm. And then there is a S-B, a small business. Right. We are not small businesses. When I started my spa back in the day and when I was even just now, like I said, small businesses start with money. And they can say, I got $250,000, $500,000 to spend to build my systems, to build my processes, to put together a team so that, you know, and then I have enough to help me get through the first five years. As a BTIS, a business that is small, I have about five months. You don't have five years. You have about five months. (laughs) The money you start spending, if you're not getting that money back, like right away, Right. You've got about five, bus- five months before you're going to be struggling. Now you're mm-hmm. asking auntie for money. Now you're asking your sister for money. Now you're trying to get a loan and go into the small business development, trying to sit in on those classes and right. figure out how you can get money. You cannot get money. Even if you go there, you're going to get more confused because they don't lend BTIS's money. They're going to ask you to have your own credit, they're wow. going to ask you to take your own loan they're going to ask you for collateral to collateralize your house to get a home a equity line of credit right wow. so for us you know we don't have 3 or 5 years we have to start figuring that stuff out have that stuff thought out wow. right now wow. so we, the mindset has to shift too when you talk about a small business how you and I sometimes you can start a business with $100 wow.
0: like
1: look at look at Apple computers, they started with $5,000. Look at Domino's Pizza. He started with $300. Wow. Why, how did they go from a BTIS to a billion dollar brand? Why? Wow. Because eventually they wrapped, they put a plan together to wrap some processes and systems and to create a team around what they were doing. I don't necessarily need to be Domino's Pizza,
0: wow.
1: but I still need to know what it is I do so that i can do it well i need to know what works for me so i can work that i need to know about what systems i'm using am i going to use the am i going to use my yeti mic to do my podcast right or am i going to network or am i going to use instagram and things like that how do i start to monetize this podcast or these different things like you got to start looking at your business as a business, your your small thing you're doing as a business so that you can grow it so it can start sustaining you and start being more than just a hobby. It could actually bring in some real money for you.
0: Right. And I think, I think a a big thing that you talk about that's important is that mentorship piece because, because that's going to help with the burnout and with the overwhelm because there are so many things coming at you. So many questions to answer that. Yeah. You're, you're going to put yourself in a place of overwhelm because, you know, it's just too many things that I have to respond to at one time. And you don't want to do it. Like you said, when you're in the midst of it, you want to kind of make sure that you're, you're proactive and, and, and anticipate that's something. And that's something that you said, anticipate, anticipate should something happen or, or if something, and and, and that's something that happens can be positive or negative. Yes. Yes. Because sometimes it can be, okay, you know, it's not always preparing for failure or something fails. What happens if it succeeds? Yes. Do, you, do you have the systems in place to be able to meet that, that surge, that need? I didn't yes. expect a thousand people to, to call me the next day and say they wanted my yes. business. So now do yes. I have people in place? Do I have systems in, in place to be able yes. to take that on? So, so that's something that people have to think about too. Not just the negative aspect but the mm-hmm. positive things as well that can possibly happen. And, and am I prepared in both situations? And most of the time, that's what happens. Most of the time, the
1: good thing happens and we're not ready to facilitate it. Right. And then we get a little scared because it means we got to step out a little further. Right. And that that friction will cause you to pull back. Right. And that's why I believe coaching and mentorship helps because when mm. you, you run up into that friction, you have somebody that can help you navigate through those little those right. little s- s- friction points without have you may slow down, but you don't have to stop.
0: Right. Right. And 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 the one thing about, you know, when I think about burnout as well, you know, like I said, we talk about the overwhelm piece, but but about the burnout as well, because you know, when you're when you're starting the business that is small and, and you're talking about that. You have to think: Is this something that I can see myself doing uh, the rest of my life? And if it is, then you shouldn't get to a point of burnout, especially in the first couple of years, because then you may have to question: Well, is this really something that I want to do? Was it was it a hobby, or something short term, or or something I just may want to do as a little side thing, or is this something that I want to use as as my main source of income? At, you know, and 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 I want to you know. Put my all into this you know it's not going to be a burnout situation if it's something that you enjoy something that you love that you can see yourself doing every day
1: but so. you know what stuff you know that that's interesting because i say there's two kinds of businesses there's four kinds of there's four kinds of business people that get into btis businesses that are small mission mission driven people mm-hmm. passion passion driven people money driven people and people that just are really good at doing a lot of different things. So they're undecided about the kinds of things they want to do. Right. Right. And what you just said, people that have passion Mm -hmm. for what they do, you know, when we, when you're a business that is small and you're starting and you're building as you're going, you're already on a path to burnout. Mm. You're already like that. You're already on a path to burnout. Mm. So what, what, how do you not burn out? How do you not Lose your passion. I talk to uh, estheticians all the time and they say, I don't want to do the business part. I just want to do the skincare part. I just like helping people. I like serving people. I love helping people feel beautiful and I love giving facials. I love the, I don't want to do the, I don't want to do Instagram. I don't want to do social media. I don't want to write a plan. I don't really want to understand a website. I just want somebody else to do that part. I don't want to do it. You, you start out on a path to burnout because mm-hmm. in order to continue to do what it is you're passionate about, you got to do some of the things you don't like.
0: Right.
1: So you, we, and that means we end up doing a lot of different things where the, we wear a lot of different hats. That's mm-hmm. the easiest way to say it. Right. I remember when me, I called my mom one time and I had scheduled, I had, was about to open the business, right? I was about to open the spa. And um, the guy was supposed to come paint the weekend before because I didn't want the place smelling like paint two weeks before. And I didn't want the place smelling like paint when we opened, he didn't come. So it took me a week to find somebody else. And then the guy came that weekend and then he came but he didn't know how to paint. He was like, "Uh, this is my second job ever. What? 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 What are you talking about? I'm like, what? <laughs> so now I'm a week before I needed to open my spa and I'll go to my mother, mother, and I said to my mom I was crying. I was like, Mom, I don't know what to do. I got so much on the line. So many people have RSVP. So much is going on. He's like, what gone? You're wearing the wrong hat. I said, what? what you talking about? She said, you got the wrong hat on. I said, what are you talking about? She said, girl, take off the business hat and put on the painter's hat. Go out there and paint that place yourself, right? I, like, oh, <laughs> hey, I can do that, <laughs>
0: right?
1: So I went to Domino's Pizza. We bought a lot of pizza. We bought a whole lot of food, and we I got my friends and family, and we right. went in and we got that place painted. So sometimes in business you just wear a lot of hat, but as a BTIS, we are already on the path to burnout. Mm. You just gotta get support, get help. And most of us are solo owners in our businesses. It's Follow just owners. us. Yeah. We do all, everything. So right. I say seek help. Get somebody to help bridge the gap. You don't have to think, do all the thinking. Hire someone who's good at what that part is Right. and, and do that. And even trying to figure that part out is challenging. Right. That's why I say get involved with a mentor, or a coach, right. that's thats not just anybody that calls themselves a coach, right. someone that has been boots on the ground in the area that you're working in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like
1: I'm in the spa industry. I have opened up a couple of small businesses, uh, businesses that are small. Yes. Um, and I understand products. I understand service. Right. I understand customer service. So that is the, the area that I bring to the clients that I work with. Right. I'm not an electrician. Right. So I don't tend to give advice to people that are outside of my scope, but I can direct them to where Absolutely. they need to go. And Absolutely. I can give them some foundational business stuff, wow. but I try to stay in my lane. But so work with somebody who is really aware of what you're trying to do. And that's a, a great place.
0: Because yeah. I was going to say that that is a that is an excellent point. You know, you definitely want to have somebody who's in that field, but you also want to have somebody who knows, like you said, knows their limitations as well. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent coach. An excellent coach or a mentor is somebody who can definitely help and guide you in what it is that you're doing. But at the same time, if it's outside of their scope, they can say, you know what? This is this is not really my wheelhouse right here. This is not something that that I'm an expert in. Let me send you to the next person, or let me Absolutely. you know give you a reference to a, a person who has you know has strength and and has knowledge in this area. So that's a good person who knows where, where their lane is, stays in their lane, and can guide you to the next person if that's necessary. So yes. I mean, that's an excellent point that you make, and again an excellent point that you make is you have to write it down because if you need help, you know, they can't read your mind. There there are some people out there that are gifted and they can go ahead and read people's minds. Okay. But most, for the most part, we are not mind readers. And so if we put out, put pen to paper and write out things down, we can better articulate because now when you have to take it from your mind and you have to put it on that piece of paper, now you've got to be able to articulate it well enough to put it on that paper so that what's in your mind is what gets transposed onto that paper. Then when you bring people in, you can say, OK, this is what I need because 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 you've written it down and it's not just floating around in your mind. It starts
1: becoming very real. When you write it, when you get it out of your head and you get it down to paper, what the resources that you need starts to illuminate.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: You know, it starts to become very real and it doesn't mean that you can't do it or it doesn't mean that you shouldn't or should or whatever. It just means that you know what you're dealing with. Right. right? It right. knows what. And I say, honestly, at this point, when you're dream printing, when you're taking that ideal vision or thought from your mind and you're putting it into print. This is the place and this is the time that you will. You know, my past always says, if. If if you're dreaming, and it's not scary, it's too small, Mm -hmm. right? You got to dream big. You got to be big. You got to be bigger than you. Mm -hmm. And in my head, that's scary. But when I get it on paper, when I'm putting it on paper, I can I can be my business can be everything that I want it to be on paper. And once it's out of your head and on paper, big. You can then find where you need to start. Right. Because you don't have to start that big. You can start here and become that big.
0: That's right. But mm-hmm.
1: sometimes when that when the ideal is in your head and you see the whole picture, you sometimes won't start.
0: Exactly. <laughs> analysis, paralysis. And start. Analysis, analysis
1: paralysis. Analysis
0: paralysis. You get stuck. You get <laughs> stuck. And then, yeah. like I said, that's where the overwhelm comes in. That's where the, I'm, that's I'm, where the it's, burnout I'm. But what happens is, you know, just like they tell you, 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 how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. One bite at a time. You, you have to, you know, and, and in order to see what those steps are,
1: you gotta write them out. In order to see the elephant, you gotta put it on paper. You gotta see just how big it is. You might have right. thought it was super big here when you put it on paper. You're like, this is doable. I can what? actually do this. Right. You know? Right. Be,
0: so And, and there but, for people you, who are like those type A people like myself, who who checklist people who are checklist people had. The, when you start checking those things off it eases your mind because you're like okay, that's one thing now Now I can move on to the next thing okay check yes. check 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 and then when you begin to see that then then they become wins everything and, is about and you know what win.
1: dream printing is just that if if you put your dream down in a list a list that's that's getting it out right, right. it's getting it out it's like you know a lot of people do what they call vision boarding yes. I, I think vision boarding is fun and it and it's good, but I it doesn't have a particular direction and it doesn't have a, a um um it doesn't always set an expectation or have a date of expectation. It doesn't mm-hmm. hold you accountable to anything. Wow. When you're dream printing and you're getting it out, you can do it that way. So when I did mine, when I first did mine, I did it with crayons, markers, right. newspaper. I had a bunch of magazines um, that were of spas and different things like that. And I actually put it out on a big old board. Right. I dream printed right there. I cut out all the things that I wanted it to be about, what it looked right. like, and everything like that. That was my that was my business plan.
0: Right, right. I see vision boards like you said. Vision boards, uh, they're good for manifestation because yes, you're you're seeing the vision. But then again, like I said, you, know, you, got, you got to write it. You, you got to have some action. So that, that's a part of it, but yeah. it's not the entire. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, like, yeah. One of, like I remember when when I was having, when I was working with my mentor and I was saying to her, you know, one of the things that's challenging me is I don't want to lose. I, I need my health insurance. I need health insurance. I need health insurance. And she was like, well, why is this health insurance thing? So why do you feel like it's so unattainable? It's so unreachable. I said, it's so expensive. She said, well, you know, if you got a whole closet full of pocketbooks and you got a whole closet full of clothes and you got a whole closet full of shoes and you have no health insurance, she said, it just might be a priority adjustment. Mm -hmm. She said, just maybe the the $350 a month you need to pay for medical insurance, you might want to start looking at a plan. To back out of certain other kinds of things, right. to find that three hundred and fifty dollars that you need for your health insurance, and if you do that, you can you it starts becoming something you can attain, right. and it doesn't right. have to be this overwhelming burnout as it relates to your business. Because right. I didn't want to start the business because I need I was like I ain't gonna have no health insurance if I just leave my job and start this business. Right. I need health insurance. She said, well. Let's look at this to see how we can get you right. the health insurance. Right, and she That's did, true. and mm-hmm. I was paying that three hundred and fifty dollars a month, which I thought was insane. Right, because I was always getting it through my job, mm-hmm. but now I'm I was able to pay for it because doing a plan helped me figure out where I was, you know, losing it.
0: Right, you know, you see, and, then- and that involves, like you said, that involves per, uh, personal and professional you know, yes. because as you're sitting there talking about you can and, and you know, I can't really afford this health insurance that you're sitting there drinking there your Starbucks latte and things like that. <laughs> but it's those little things that if you if you stopped having those and, and, and you know. It's and you little, know what? It wasn't that time. I didn't have
1: it didn't have to have not have the latte. I just didn't have to have so many lattes. Right. <laughs> I didn't have to not have a nice pocketbook. Right. I just didn't have to have a nice pocketbook four times a month. Right. You know, right. every time I went shopping. Like, right. you can keep your gear up. You can keep your look hot and nice and drink your lattes but it just doesn't have to be so excessive exactly and and it wasn't really those things really where we found it it was in some of like some of the other expenses that were being paid out but I didn't even know that I was paying them you know like I had a storage that was way too big I just downsized my storage and so saved a hundred dollars right then and there you know, so there's ways to overcome overwhelm while you're in your business, while you're aspiring to be in business. Um, you know, on all levels, burnout happens, I think, when we don't have a clear path. I heard someone say recently that fuzzy targets don't get hit.
0: Mm. And
1: I said, when she said it, she didn't really expand a lot. But I said, you know, fuzzy targets is, un- creates uncertainty. Yeah. So if I'm planning to start a business or I'm planning to do something or even just, you know, want to buy a new car or something like. That can be a fuzzy target when you don't have a plan of how you're going to do it.
0: Right.
1: Fuzzy targets don't get hit. If you don't have a specific. Direction that you're going in or thing you're shooting at how you going to get it, how you going to hit it. Right. Right. You got to have put some, you know, in getting help. To clarify those things makes it a lot easier. It doesn't have to burn you all the way down to the ground, trying to get it out of your own head and figure it all out
0: yourself. Absolutely. Like you said, skin in the game.
1: Skin and I love
0: game. that. It's skin in we the are, game, man. I love we're that here to share that. in each other's development. That's right. That's right. So that, that takes us right back to, to your podcast and shared skin and, and being able to talk about those experiences, because these are something, these are things that, that we all are going through. And it's good to be able to have that mentorship It's good to be able to have, uh, you know, a, a resource. Or or someone that you can tap into when it seems like things are are getting out of balance or or you're unclear. Or like you said, things are fuzzy. How do we go about clarifying those things? We can share and you know, in ways like this, in these types of platforms, in podcasts, in 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 different meetups and groups and things like that where where other people are sharing these same experiences. Absolutely, so that is something that is awesome. Okay, but I know, like I mean, we can sit here and talk all all day, day long, all day long. But like I said, we 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 we've at least touched on those things that can help people to eliminate some of that overwhelm and some of that burnout, and and just know that you know. That your business is a business that is small, but there are things that we can do do to set the wheels in motion. Absolutely, keep us, you know, in in a, in a place of success, and that we can ask for the help. That is the ask biggest thing. Ask yeah. for help, even ask as a solopreneur. You know, no one is trying to take your business from you. No. you know, because some people are fearful of that. They, oh my goodness, if I tell too many people, they're going they're going to steal my idea, they're going to take my business. No. Those they and can't, I can't do it. Let me tell you why. Let me answer that real quick.
1: Yes. <laughs> it, remember when I said an ideal, a vision, or a, a, a thought? Right. To take that from there to a business requires so much. Right. And I can hear what your dream is or your ideal is and go, ooh, that's amazing. That's uh-huh. smart. Uh-huh. But it takes a lot. To bring that into fruition, yes. right, yes. and then and ninety nine point nine percent of the times it doesn't happen. Right, it doesn't happen because it takes money and resources to do it. And mm-hmm. why are you going to bring somebody else's dream or passion to 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 market? It doesn't. It it just doesn't work like that. Right, you gotta share it. You gotta right. get it out there. You gotta put it in the world, and you gotta trust because you can hold on to it. And it, that, Denzel Washington was some one of the um, actresses said, "There in the graveyard is a bunch of dreams and ideals
0: right. that right. never." <laughs>
1: made right. it to life I don't know who said did you say
0: did you say that to me no it wasn't No, somebody wasn't. said that to but, me but yeah there, there there was a a person who who didn't mention that there are a lot of ideas that die with that person because that they die with the person it. they never shared it
1: they never shared mm-hmm. it put your put your ideals in the world That's you it. know there's a lot of people out here that may be doing what you do right and a- another thing too when you try to bring an original ideal to market it's expensive. Yes. For the BTIS, don't do it. <laughs> when I first started my spa, I started my spa in an urban community who was not ready to hear about health and wellness. They right. did not understand massaging facials and spending that kind of money for that right. kind of service. Right. It took me a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of effort to sell that community mm. on that. Oh my God, I think I spent my first three years just educating them on the benefits of why this is good for them. So don't try to bring something original to market. Start with something that they recognize and, and bring it in on the back end.
0: There you go. Okay. There you go. And that's what you tell you And you hear about all the buzzwords that you hear now is niche. What is your niche? Who Who is yeah. your target audience? And that's yeah. important to know because like I said, you can have a service, but your target audience may not be in the community that you're trying to put it in. And just yeah. like, okay, you're going to wind up spending, you're going to be hard pressed to try to convince people because uh, they're going to be like, what, in the heck, what the heck is that? I don't know anything yes. about that. And You're going to yes. spend so much time educating them that you're going to lose Time and you're going to lose money just trying to get people to buy into that when when you could have uh, targeted your audience and and started getting those resources and, and getting those those uh you know financial gains immediately because you targeted the people who you know to pay for your services.
1: The part, the purpose of business is to solve problems. Yes. So if you find a problem that people have and you can solve it. You can make money. Right. So the thing that you love, the passion that you have, the ideal that you have, whatever that is, find what problem that solves. Right. When you find the problem that is solved, you will identify the people that it solves. Yes. And there you have your market.
0: Yeah.
1: So for me, I I was in the health and wellness industry and I did massage and I did skincare and I did all that stuff like that. Everybody has skin. Everybody has a back that gets sore. Everybody has a neck. But not everybody is going to be a candidate for what I did. Exactly. So when I when I understand the problem that I solved with my business, finding the clients and the people to come into my business was a
0: whole lot easier. That's right. That's right. Yeah. See so you know what I'm saying? So everything is a process. It's That's a matter right. of writing it down. It's a matter of needs assessment. What is it that I need? Mm-hmm. And, and, and how can I go about getting those needs met? just like I'm going to meet the needs of those clients. How am I going to go about getting the needs met to be able to launch my business and to launch it successfully? So Leslie, like I said, this has been awesome we we got some wonderful nuggets and it's important that people, you know, have a starting place so that that way they don't, they don't, ex- they don't wait until they're in the vacuum or in the storm and then yes. have to try to figure things out. We yes. want to definitely be in a place of, of being proactive and as opposed to being reactive. So I want you to do two things for me. Okay. Tell people how they can get in contact with you and where they can find your, your podcast. Okay. So you can. Um, my podcast doesn't have a
1: website home just yet. I'm still building it out. But you can reach me at dreamsgrow at t Dreams. t u uh-huh. e a
0: dot com.
1: Dreamsgrow at the at sign. Mm-hmm. T is in tom, t is in tom, U is an umbrella, E is an A, A is an apple. And it stands for TTU Aesthetics Academy.
0: Okay. Dot Academy. com, right? So drink Dot com. and grow at ttuea.com. Okay. Yes. That's, in my, the name that's of, my email. That's your and
1: email. You,
0: uh-huh. And
1: you can also um, reach me at um, the at sign TTUEA. You can find me on social media at that. Address. awesome
0: awesome okay. very good very good and the name of your podcast is shared skin shared skin you can find me on all
1: podcast platforms yes as shared skin
0: yes shared skin all right so that way people know how to get in contact with you i'll make sure that yes. i put that in the description when your show airs okay. and so people will be able to reach you and yes. then another question that i do I has- have a coaching program that's affordable for the btis as well Nice. So
1: you can contact me and find that
0: out. Okay, very good. So they can either email you or go to your social media. I help
1: people dream print, yes.
0: There you go, there you go, all right. So you'll have plenty of ways to get in contact with Leslie. And then also, Leslie, as I do with all of my guests, tell people what you are doing to navigate in this space. How are you creating your peaceful existence?
1: I surround myself with people that lift me up. I don't surround myself with people that just tell me what I want to hear. I surround myself with people that help me to uh, see, hear, understand my truth, yeah. right? I don't, I, I need to hear when I'm not doing something right. And I need to hear when I'm not doing something wrong. So I try to surround myself around people that lift me up yeah. and that I can share and serve and give back and that they want that back from me too. So I call that shared development. And we we do that with conversation. We just do that talking and sharing and just communicating.
0: I love that. And that's something that's beautiful. That's, that's what we need. We need to be encouraged. We need to feel valued. We need to feel loved and, and, and appreciated. And, you know, and that comes with, just like you said, with, with your truth, and I yes. love like that. It's not you know, it's your truth, but but you have people who are supporting you in that truth in every yes. facet. So that yes. is That's ah, that's something new. alright y'all. Y'all heard it here. <laughs> y'all heard it here. But Leslie, thank you so much for okay. coming and sharing your your knowledge and your wisdom and you know, I as I tell all of my my guests who come in this is not the last time that you'll be here. We'll see you again because there's always something happening in the now, and it's and you know right now this is what's going on, but that's not what's going to be happening a week, a month, a day, or an hour from now. So you're Absolutely. always welcome to come back and share Thank more of you. your wisdom and share more about your shared skin and and things yeah. going on. I wish you the best in your podcast and all that you Thank do you. moving forward. And do you have any final words for our listeners before we go? don't give up,
1: never quit, don't stop, keep trying, don't give up, if it's in your heart to do, do it,
0: that's it, that's just it. Do it, just do it,
1: one step at a time,
0: that's it, just that's all it. we can do, just do all right. it, all right, honey. and thank that you. Do <laughs> you're welcome, honey. and that will do it for this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now, and until we see you the next time, I say peace. Peace.